As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is episode 293, A Dance with Dragons, chapter 23, Daenerys. In this chapter, Daenerys meets with the Green Grace and considers Hisdarzo Larak for her husband. Welcome to Unspoiled. Who's Darzo Larak? Hisdar? Yep. <laughs> You're horrible. Um, I, that name is so hard to comprehend that when you said it, I was like... That's all right. Oh, okay. That guy. <laughs> um, this chapter bummed me out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't rem- like. I don't know if I like made myself forget what happens in the Daenerys chapters in the fifth book or or, mm-hmm. so, or what, but I didn't remember her being such a drag. Yeah, and not with an O N at the end. Right. No, a dragon. <laughs> Which would be exciting. But no, these are, like, there's no... She is the protagonist of these chapters, supposedly, but she doesn't do anything. Yeah, that's the thing. She's just, like... She sits and has shit piled on top of her. Yeah. I'm, And, you know, she makes these claims that sound great, like... And then doesn't actually follow through on anything, so everyone knows that she's full of shit. Including us, the reader. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, let's start at the beginning. Oh, what? Bother. No, let's do it. Um, she meets with the Green Grace, who is like this priestess. Yeah, whose name is like Gala Galazazare. Right. In this a world. In a world where <laughs> there's some kind of filler to build up something. Like, this is the, like, I'm the generic priestess. I come with the generic Vestal Virgin type characters. I'm like, hey, you should probably get married. And then I leave. Yeah, this is, um, she... She asked Daenerys, like, I heard that there were killings last night, and there were three, these weavers, which might be the same weavers that the guy was asking for. They are the same weavers. Yeah. And they were raped before they had their throats cut. Sure. And the woman's like, well, you took hostages, and which is funny because two of the hostages are her own cousins. Right. 
And Daenerys is like trying to avoid the actual question by going, well, if I kill my hostages, who will pour my wine and whatnot for me? And she doesn't like, she doesn't go along with the joke. She's just like, "Mm, yeah, all right. (laughs) She's like uh, when they were sieging River Run and they just put Ed Murtali on that hangman's news all day. Like they know she's not going to do it. They can do whatever they want. The first mistake she made was having the hostages around her all the time so that she became, like, attached to them. Yeah, and also, like, here's the thing. One, she doesn't know for sure who these guys are that are doing it. Right. So they may not care about the kids. Theoretically, they may not be any of the families whose kids are there. Like, I don't think that's likely, but it's possible. It's also possible they're they're not working in, like... There, it's not like one organization, but it might be just like a, a unhappy people. Yeah, it's like a group of people who are all taking on like we're all sons of the harpy, but they don't necessarily consult with each other. So like some of the young dudes who are pissed that they no longer are like the heirs to these fucking families and right. don't give a fuck about a bunch of kids that aren't theirs could be doing this while their parents are, you know, maybe some of the guys are given pause, but. Not the ones who are still acting. I just feel like if she starts to kill the hostages, it will get most of the people on the side of let's stop the killing so that she doesn't kill children and turn them against the guys who don't seem to give a shit about these children's lives. Except it's her killing children, like, which is also... She's already got this insane, like, reputation of being bathing in blood and fucking dogs and children and whatever it's just like yeah but even her fans are gonna have a tough time like the people who like her like her because she's like freeing slaves and like is the mother and if she starts killing babies in front of everyone even if you're like well i didn't like their parents but it's still like she should have taken hostages she could have killed if she had to i just i think she should have taken hostages and had them serving where she didn't see them and didn't interact with them and then she could just have them executed without knowing anything about it yeah, I still don't know why they didn't take hostages who are, like, adults. Mm-hmm. I think that would have gone all over a lot easier. I just don't think that's, like, the traditionally done thing, but, yeah. Well, to be fair, this wasn't a tradition of anything. She declared they were going to do something. Yeah, she put, but she did it under the guise of, I'm training them by having them serve me, which is an honor in Westeros, which you can't do with an adult, obviously. Right, but the king of Westeros also has members of important families in his court, where they're there to gain, you know, influence, but they're also there in case shit goes bad back home. So why not just have like, you know, I'm gonna invite like the heirs to the, you know, like the partial, you know, like the young men and women who are like gonna inherit these families. Like now you're all coming to court with me. Mm. You can, you're gonna stay in my pyramid instead of back at home, and then you're all adults so i can kill you without feeling like i'm murdering children Hmm. like you have some responsibility into the system Hmm. i guess she just i feel like set herself up like she and it's the shave pates like kind of idea i think but yeah she put herself in a position where she's like i'll do it and like she knows she won't actually do it yeah and she's like to them i'm just a weak woman and i'm like well you're sort of behaving that way so that's how they see you because that's what you're you're being soft-hearted. And we've already talked about the people who spit at her and tried to kill her that she's been like, they're fine, let them go. Yeah. Like, fucking Christ. Just get out. You don't want to do this. She's acting like, oh, I want to do this so much and I'm going to make sacrifices, but she's not actually doing it. Yeah. 
She wants to do this without actually having to make any hard decisions is what it comes down to. She wants to do this and have it all work out without shedding any blood of innocence and without anybody being unhappy with the result. And it's like, yeah, um, we don't, that's not the world. Like, you know, you need to figure out, (laughs) oh, I just got so annoyed. Well, like, so Barrison was telling her a story a couple chapters ago. He's like, the Starks were actually okay. She's like, they're all Robert's dogs and they deserve to die. And these people are like killing her people and like threatening her with death. And she's like, we'll give them one more chance. Yeah. Get some consistency, dude. Yep. So this uh, Green Grace suggests his daughter, his daughter's a Lorak for her husband, which surprises her. He's the guy who wants to keep the fighting pits open. Right. And, um, she's like, I wonder what he thinks of the idea. And the woman's like, well, he's downstairs. And Daenerys is like, you presume too much priestess in her head. But outwardly, she's like, all right, I'll talk to him. I'm like, again, again, you should say you presume too much. Like, uh, why not hold this lady? I don't know. She's old. Yeah. Well, she's a priestess. She seems like maybe she's important. Or fucking kill his Zalorak. Dump him off a pyramid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if she killed uh, a priestess that the whole city would turn against her, thinking that she was incurring the wrath of the gods or something. I guess. It doesn't seem that much worse. It seems better than killing babies. Um, I love how you keep saying babies. These kids are like 12 and 13 years old. They're like babies. Uh, kind of. They're old enough to be married in this world. Well, <laughs> I mean, if they're 14, I say you can kill them because most 14-year-olds deserve it. <laughs> I know I did. Um, so, yeah, she sends the Green Grace away, and she has his star come up. The Green Grace seems like she should be fighting Spider-Man, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's like, oh, hey, fancy meeting you here. Yeah, right. Uh, so, what's up? What do you think of this match? Uh, it's stupid, and I don't like how she handled it. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah, what the fuck was that? She's all like, do you love me? And he's like, if you want me to say that, I'll say it. And she's like, yeah, that's not the words of a man in love. And I'm like, what the fuck did you expect him to say, woman? What is he going to say? I mean, I guess she wants him to be more passionate about the proposal. Because he's pretty, like, he's pretty, re- he's, he's like, very yeah, pragmatic it'd be a about great it. business move for yeah. all of us. And uh, I'm straight, so I want to fuck you. Is basically his pitch. Yeah. And I can be very helpful. And I want to be king. And this is the thing is like she's considering him because she knows strategically it's a good move. So she she like sees it that way as well. And yet she can't reconcile that with the romantic notion she has of marriage. And it's just so frustrating that her being like just the fact that she was like do you love me and then has him kiss her and the fact that he like has no passion in his kiss and she's just like oh whatever and yeah i'm just like that doesn't that's not you know that that's not what actually matters here and yet it's it's like you're completely ignoring the part of your brain that's telling you that like i it, it's on the page and yet it's she's not thinking it yeah i mean this is a, like i i don't know it's like a very kid or just a very dating move. Really. It's adolescent. Like, yeah, exactly. And I'm not, I'm fine with her not marrying like any of these guys mm. if she wants to stand strong and just be like, I'm doing this myself. And I'm fine with her marrying these guys like pragmatically. I don't particularly think this guy's a great choice. Um, 
But this sort of like wishy-washiness is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And you want to fuck Dario Nahara so fucking bad. Oh, my God. Shut up. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, we'll get there. So this whole thing with his daughter, there's no passion or whatever. But she's like, listen, if you can keep any killings from happening for 90 days, then I will consider marrying you. And he's like, so we'll get married on the 91st day? And she's like, maybe, but I still might want a magic sword. Right. He's like, oh, you'll get one. And I'm like, oh, this is weird. Also, (laughs) I mean, we've kind of glossed over it, but part of the exposition early on is like, the river's been cut off. The bay's been cut off. Like, the city's going to start starving. Yeah. If he does, he's just going to do something, like, evil and be like, I technically did it. I killed everyone who could have killed somebody. I so uh, it. I succeeded. I put all the noble families in a fighting pit with the dragons. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> no more killing starting now. <sighs> um, yeah, childish. That's what she's being right now. Yeah, and she's also, she's like, she's like, fix my problem. Yeah. And not getting involved in it or asking how it's going to get done. And you know that or means it's going to get done. setting any parameters. Yeah. Yeah. He's just going to, maybe he's going to kill all those kids. Yeah. So she assigns him this task. He says that he can do it. She's like, why? Are you one of the harpies? And he's like, no. She's like, would you tell me if you were? He's like, no. She's like, uh, I'm sure the shave pay could get you to confess. And he's like, oh, yeah. I'm sure he could get me to confess to killing your father and being a dragon. Yep. <laughs> like, that's no proof of anything. I was like, mm, touche. That's probably true. Yeah. And by the way, don't talk about dragons because uh, even though they, I've raised them, and now I've got them locked up in a fucking vault where they're furious and hate everybody. Yeah, she doesn't want to think about them. She actually like thinks to herself that she doesn't want to think about them. That's a great... That's what I do sometimes with our cats is I lock them in a room and I don't think about them for three weeks because they were being annoying. You're so mad about this. Oh, it's just like... It's like if you were like... Uh, uh, trying to think of an example but if like you had a magic sword and you're like oh it's locked like people keep trying to steal it so i locked it out but i'm trying not to think about it yeah that's that why would you write a story about someone who's like oh yeah i've got this big adventure to go on let me put all my adventuring shit in a chest and lock it up and then deal with my taxes for the next six (laughs) fucking chapters and also like it's getting angrier at me like they're fucking oh god it just makes me mad yeah the unsullied tell her that the uh doors to the pit that they're in were white hot and couldn't even be touched for like a full day um yeah and she doesn't know where drogon is she hasn't seen him in ages yeah um i just don't know what happens because i mean maybe it's a thing because she's Targaryen, and they have this connection to dragons, right? Mm-hmm. And they were her dragons when they were babies. Right. But now, like, th- she's not a warg. She doesn't, like, control them. Mm-hmm. And it seems like if you had any sort of... If you had dogs and you did this to them, they would no longer really pay attention to you by mm-hmm. the time they got out. Because you've uh, locked them in a room and you just chuck them meat, like, for I don't a while. know. Dogs are very loyal. They probably still would. I still... Because the dragons haven't been trained either. Yeah. They just... They imprinted on her. But like... What is this? Twilight? <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> Are you in a duck farm? Like, what is this? Twilight? These fucking ducks following the other duck around? <laughs> it's a real thing. I just... um, Like... I just 
feel like what you're saying with the fact that like she doesn't want to deal with these people and yet it's she's also got this grudge against everybody in Westeros who was on the other it's like I just don't feel like she wants to be queen really at all like I think she wants it because she feels like she has the right to it and Mm -hmm. that it's been taken away from her so just for the sake of basically telling everybody fuck you guys you can't mess with what's mine she wants it back but it's not that she actually wants to rule because she doesn't want to deal with any of the like petty bullshit yeah you know which is kind of a theme but it is like i feel like that's what happens with these generic like the like with her storyline and Karth, like she just sits around for a while and was like can we do it can we do it can we do it and this thing goes bad and she's like fuck everyone and then runs somewhere else and then now she's setting up like the last book she was running around like destroying stuff and it seemed like she had started but now she's like pumping her brakes again yeah and it almost feels like the author is just like, well, I can't have her get where she needs to go yet. So that's kind of what I'm wondering. Yeah, if like George R. R. Martin was like, well, I, you know, she can't go to Westeros yet. So what the fuck am I gonna do? Let me have her hold up here for a while. But he does that awful thing where he has uh, Zaros and Doxos give her ships and she doesn't go, and that's just torturous to know about. Yeah. So after Hisdar leaves this like meeting about getting married, Barristan Selmy comes up and is like, got this look on his face, and she knows he doesn't approve of the whole thing. And she's like, "So who's who would you pick for my husband?" He's like, "That's not my place." And she's like, "No, all right, but what do you think I should do?" And he's like, "Leave." Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've said this before. This place sucks. Yeah. You hate it. They hate you. The last thing you need is a lasting like connection here yeah this is like um i don't know it's like you're moving out of a house and you're like by the way i'm also gonna take out a huge loan to fix the bathroom like you're leaving like just fucking it's not perfect but don't like tie yourself to this because what you're gonna show like you can't bring him to westeros that's exactly like that's what Barristan says. He's like, he's not going to accept. They're not going to accept him as king, and she's like, well, they don't accept me as queen. I'm like, so that doesn't even make sense. What does that have to do with anything? You don't even want this place. Yeah, it's like she just doesn't want to leave because she feels like she made a mess, and when she leaves, it's going to go back to how it was. Well, yes, even if you get it a little bit in a better situation. How long do you have to stay before that's actually in place forever and doesn't go back to how it was before when you leave? Uh, I mean, forever. For, yeah, like she could die and have ruled for 80 years and it's still a tiny drop of water in the amount of time that they have had slavery be like their main f- form of trade. So it will return to the slave trade. That's just what will happen. That's what it was built there for. Yeah, there's like, nothing else for them to trade. That city has no other crops or like crafts or anything they don't have that's all they had yeah and even if you try it like they don't have like it's not fertile land like no one built there because they're like it's a great place to live they built there because it was a good crossroads for the slave trade yeah it's um it's either going to go back to slavery or just everyone's gonna have to leave and go live other places right yeah like maybe a small town can exist there but not the city that is there and um 
she says to herself, like when he's like saying that we should leave, she's like, I can't make him see. I want Westeros as much as he does, but I can't leave my people to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you clearly don't want Westeros as much as he does because this is like, yeah, we've said it already. I don't know. Is she just scared to go there? I'm sure that's a part of it. Like she's never been to Westeros in her like met like life of that she remembers. In living memory. Yeah, that's the word. Um, I don't. know. I think it's more likely that it's just like George R. R. Martin has like three things he wants, like three points he wants to get done here, but he needs to just stretch it. Like I feel like there are like things about her character we're supposed to pick up, but we're getting just shit reiterated like over yeah. and over again. I just realized that in living memory really isn't true because that means that the, nobody alive remembers it. Right. So, yeah. Whatever. In her in her memory. Yeah. Um, Ugh. Frustrating. Yeah. So, he's about to leave after basically being told no again. And she's like... Um, oh, and then he's like, oh, uh, Nahara's is back, by the way. And she's like, what? Why? Where? How long is he? What? 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 And, uh... It's like, um, I don't need anybody else guarding me tonight. I'll be safe with him and uh, send up my handmaidens because I have to make myself beautiful for Dario. Yeah. I want to wear my dress where I'm half nude yeah. so I can allure him. George R. R. Martin does a very shitty job making Dario seem right? remotely appealing. What to the, the fuck? What the fuck? George R. 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 Martin does not understand the female mind at all in it, terms of sex appeal. Like... I feel like he's trying – I feel like there's an element here where he's trying, where he wants to give this female character, like, she has a sex drive and, like, she's interested in men. and like Which is fine. But, yeah, I mean, like, what I mean is he doesn't get what appeals to us, you know? Yeah. Well, it feels like good impulse, poor execution. <laughs> oh, god damn. Because this guy is – I just picture, like, like a – like a drunk guy who works like a fish restaurant. Like he's dressed like a pirate. He's got a gold tooth. Like I feel like he's a guy. He's not Jack Sparrow, but he's a guy who dresses as Jack Sparrow, but is like a little beefier and he works at like to get people's pictures. I sort of pictured somebody that looked like an 80s Coke dealer. Like with the grease back hair and little too much jewelry, really flamboyant, wide collared patterned shirts and uh, tight pants with like patent leather loafers that are super shiny and i, I think we combine these two pirate coke dealer <laughs> got exactly i don't but yeah so yeah oh man and he, they're like what she's thinking what should i wear and is like thinks like clouds and some shit what is it that she thinks yeah like starlight and sweat yeah and it's like one breast exposed for his delight i'm like fuck you woman oh god i hated it a lot yeah this is uh it's unappealing mm -hmm. so she goes out on her terrace and waits for him and he comes out and he's all swaggering and yeah. she's like he even swaggers when he's standing still and i'm like Ugh. He's rubbing his wonton sword handles at me. Wonton? Is it wonton? Yeah. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's, eating, he's, he's, he's eating wonton soup. <laughs> he's rubbing those wontons. Just touching those pork-filled dumplings. <laughs> oh, licking God. those noodles. Stop it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Um, oh man, pork-filled dumplings is a really good, like really good, awful euphemism. So if you're doing one of those like uh, worst sex story yeah. kind of like a uh, contest, she fondled his pork-filled dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. So, yeah, he comes out and he's, like, talking about how she got more beautiful since he's been gone. And she's, like, used to this flattery. But when he says it, it means more. Oh, God. I don't, like, here's what I got about Dario. I feel like he's smelly. He definitely Probably. is a little sweaty. Mm -hmm. He's very confident. Yeah. And he's probably a rapist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't get any positive tra I feel like George R. R. Martin was like, women like bad boys, right? Yeah. This guy is a bad boy. He has no other traits other than obscene confidence. And he's, uh, oh man, you, when you meet him on the show, you're just going to be like, what? Oh, he's on the show? Oh, you better believe he's oh, on the Jesus. show. Um, <laughs> this is going to be so weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to kind of reference something he said on the show for this, but we'll get to that when we watch the show. Okay. Um, do you get on the show? Is he like attractive? Do you I'm get not it? hinting at anything with that oh boy. at all. Um, but yeah, he, he's got like a, uh, his beard is still forked, but it's dyed purple. His mustachio are, uh, gold still. Yeah. He's wearing a vest of golden loops. Why wouldn't you? And, uh, striped pantaloons tucked into tall purple leather boots. Oh, that, that's where I got the pirate thing from. Oh my God in heaven. I don't understand how you could not just burst out laughing seeing this guy. Well, and there's a dude who dressed up as him for Comic-Con and did it accurately, like completely. And yeah. it's, com it's so absurd looking. I posted the photo on our Facebook page and was just like, hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, Why? And, uh, yeah, he's telling her stories about, like, yeah, these two guys tried to steal from you, so I killed them. This other guy told me something. I cut out his tongue and fed it to a dog, and the dog ate it, so I knew he was telling the truth. <laughs> like, all this, what? And she's, like, just not even, like, hearing it. She's just watching the pear juice trickle into his beard and thinking about how much she wants to kiss him, and that it almost hurts. Oh. Yeah. Um. I don't understand the thought of juice or any liquid trickling into a beer beard being like hot at all i don't get that what nope you didn't like it when i was eating that big turkey leg back when i had a beard <laughs> oh god um yeah i uh the, oh yeah this guy is like those pickup artists like the where like the i don't think they're a thing anymore i hope but with like the top hat and the boa and they're like i'm gonna do a magic trick it's just like oh god let me be super flashy for no re i i don't i don't it, know no, i think there's those guys i feel like they were employing something just to get women this is what i feel darian harris actually is and wants he's i like, think this is genuine he's will i am me yeah andre 3000 Andre 3000 actually, like, seems like he is trying to look good. Yeah, and, and he, pulled, he succeeds a lot of the good, time. Yeah, so he's fine. But Will I Am is like, I'm wearing pink mink boots. I don't look like they make sense on me, but I'm wearing the weirdest fucking... This vest is a lion's head. I don't think I've seen a lot of his clothes, because I'm not, like, picturing what you're... 
Where's a yeah? Hmm. He was going through like a shaggy furred UGG boots period oh, for a while. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? Liberace. Uh, yeah. Women a little loved bit. him weirdly, even though now, like, you see anything with him, and you're like, this guy is so clearly gay. How did any woman ever? But yeah, that's what I think of Dario Naharis is that he's like he's like a Liberace type. Yeah. Or like a I guess like a Mick Jagger thing probably. Maybe. I mean, I get the confidence being attractive. Confidence is just a huge turn on, like, universally. Men and women, it doesn't matter. But when he's talking about killing people so casually and cutting some guy's tongue out and whatever, and she just isn't even, like, hearing it. And then he's... The only thing that he says that really gets her to understand that he's, like, um, quote, a monster, as she puts it, is when she's saying that she can't kill the hostages because they're children and he's like, well, then just have them all come to a wedding that you're pretending to have and then kill them. Duh. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> Red wedding reference. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he was a consultant on that? Right. Yeah. And uh, she's like, <sighs> she looks at him like, this is just such a, an awful idea. And I'm like, well, just don't have them eat bread and salt first and it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it is an awful idea. <sighs> Man, it's just like. It's awful, but like. There's like I just the the whole thing with the with the red wedding for me that like got me so upset about it. There's a point when Tywin asks, "What's why is it less acceptable to kill a dozen men at dinner than to kill a thousand in battle?" One, he didn't just kill a dozen men; all of their troops were killed, sure. plus everybody in that room. Two, it was a complete betrayal, both of the people that Rob thought were his allies and an ancient custom. And three, it was purely because Tywin knew that there was no way he was going to be, like, that he was going to win this war because Rob was such a good tactician, which is so funny because he made so many other horrible mistakes. Right. And uh, here, with Daenerys, the situation just doesn't seem the same to me. I would find it a lot more acceptable for her to pull a red wedding type thing because I'm like, all of these people want you dead. They're all conspiring against you. You need to make a grand statement that you are not to be fucked with. None of these people are your proposed allies in the first place. You know, you're not willing to kill the hostages. You got to kill somebody. And uh, I would be kind of okay with it. Well, I mean, it also seems like he's jumping a step ahead. Like, here's the thing. If they didn't do the whole, like, botched job of being like, let's take their kids and then not do anything to them ever. Yeah. If they had just invited, like, represent representatives from all of them, imprison them, and been like, okay, you can have your, like, second command come visit you, and I'm going to kill one of you every night that there's deaths in the street from the blood of the harpy. Mm. It's just as underhanded, but, like, it's, uh, there's, like, some kind of purpose to it. Just, like, invite a bunch of people, like, now at the, this point she has to be, like, it's a fake wedding to get people there. Yeah. But just, like, earlier on, if she's just, like, everybody come, I'm going to be a fucking tyrant, she could have actually accomplished something with it. I guess that's what I mean. It's time for for desperate measures is where I'm at, I yeah. guess. <laughs> well, and also the thing is with the, the red wedding, with calling all them there on, like, a false pretense, or even, like king aries to a point i feel like you hit a point there's this like veneer of civility on right all there societies. are rules people yeah yeah and that was the red wedding thing was like you know there were times when we didn't k- 
kill people. And there were times that we did. And there was a break between those. And when you knock that break down, then no one is ever safe. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Yeah. The Red Wedding. God. It's one of those things that like, you know, it's coming. But God, I still think about it and just how angry I was. (laughs) I was so fucking pissed. I guess. Yeah. I guess that there's just a a feeling of no civility or rules here as it is in general in marine now you know the system has been completely broken down and she's trying to put these like piecemeal rules in place i feel like she's got to have an iron fist at this point it's time i think the two things she needs to do is have an iron fist and leave well no (laughs) plan a would just be to fucking leave and like fucking do something where those dragons are like I think they're just going to break out at some point, and that's going to be bad news for everybody except the dragons. She should leave. If she's going to stay, I feel like the rules to tyrant tree is uh, no mercy, but don't be a hypocrite. Like, Because mm, the thing about faking people into a wedding is like... If you lie, then people don't know when they're on your, like when they're doing something that you want them to do. If you're like, if you do this, I will fucking kill your kids. And they do it and you kill their kids. You're like, well, you knew what was going to happen. Right. There's some, there has to be like, not transparency, but like <laughs> consistency. Uh, um, yeah, no, I believe you. I mean, I guess what you just mean is that they have to know you're serious. Yeah. And like. <laughs> You know, if you're like, if you basically say like, hey, anyone who brings me, you know, like, let's take Cersei, for example. If some people who brought her heads of dwarves that weren't Tyrion, she started locking up for murder. Yeah. Then no one would bring her shit. Like, you have yeah. to have some level of consistency. You know, unless you're Tywin Lannister, you can kind of get away with shit because you've, uh, because you're Tywin Lannister. Yeah. Because everybody's terrified of you. Yeah. Um, I feel like what was... Because, oh yeah, at the end with her like fucking proto-orgasm she has talking to this fucking creep. Uh, <laughs> wow. Proto-orgasm. Um, and the thing is, like, I feel like I get what he's trying to do in terms of like, I mean, I don't know if you've been here, but I have definitely been in the position where I was like, I had started a new job or something and there was somebody really attractive training me and I didn't hear a word that they said because I was so distracted. Oh, really? Yeah. This hasn't happened recently because all my trainers have been ladies, but... there's oh, ha- that why? Well, m- yes. Okay. Well, you're never getting a job again. <laughs> oh, I'm all right with that. Um... So, like, I understand, like, how she's, like, not hearing him and just thinking about making out. Like, I get that. But just the fact that he sounds so repulsive, that is what I... That's where the disconnect is with me. I'm just like, ah. And she gets so pissed at him after he suggests this whole thing. And she... He basically is like, you know, marrying him is a foolish idea. You should marry me. And suggests something else. And she's like, have you forgotten who I am? And he's like, no, have you? And she just gets pissed and kicks him out. And then it's like... Send the storm crows away. I don't care where. I just don't want to fucking see them anymore. Right. But that, this is strategic. This is like uh, young Griff. He's like, this guy, even though he's much lower than her in stature, refuses to be a supplicant. Mm. He's like, yeah, that's right. Have you forgotten who you are? You're the queen, but you want me. You want my dick. Oh, God. And uh, 
he's like, yeah, just fucking, you're not going to chop my head off. I know. So I can be an asshole and you're going to like it. Yeah. Because that's all I do. And you like me for some reason. So (laughs) keep at it. Evidently. Yeah. No, if they made him like, if they made him at least like a character where you're like, oh, I kind of get it, but it also, it's a horrible idea. Yeah. Like, Cal Drogo, like, has some real downsides to him, but you at least understand what the appeal is. Yeah, totally. And you don't have to make him as good as that, but you have to give him something where you're like, all right, horrible guy, horrible idea. I understand what it is about him that you like. Right. Not just that he's greasy and she likes that. God. So, yeah, then she's, like, the last of the chapters, her huddled in bed, and she calls Eerie to her to try and, like, get her off, and it doesn't quite work, and she sends her away, and she's like, what have I done? I'm not going to see him anymore now. What is with, why, if you're a queen, all of a sudden you are bisexual? I don't even think it's, like, bisexual. I think that she just doesn't have a vibrator, so Eerie is her human vibrator. Right, but Cersei did the same thing. (laughs) Cersei did it to somebody else to exert power because she wanted to feel like... She wanted to dominate someone. It wasn't at all for pleasure. It's just a... On the author's point, it's just a weird like thing to just have that... I get it happening for... Once, I'm like, yeah, totally. It's whatever that particular character is into. But then just for both of them to kind of a very similar thing like that is i just don't see them as similar at all except for the fact that it was two women but the two situations are totally different right but they're both straight women who are having lesbian sex for various reasons yeah that's the but yeah but that's like well it's just (laughs) it's just not even on the same wavelength and to me it makes sense because when a woman is in power she can't risk getting pregnant because that undermines everything and having a lover who is in any position to hold that against her like uh, will undermine i mean just having a, a sexual self as a ruler in these types of societies is not a good idea so the safest thing to do is with another woman because nobody gives a shit about that it's only when you involve the almighty cock yep. that everything gets all cocked up. Wow. Nicely put. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's just, I feel, I guess it's only, it just seems like a, like George R. R. Martin has the assumption, like, once women get to a certain power level, they... They <laughs> what, can't have sex with men anymore. Except Cersei does. Yeah, I guess so. so. But she does it, like, to get something, and it's a huge risk still. Yeah. And she doesn't want to. She kind of does it because she realizes at this point, like, she's, like, wasn't intending to when she went into that conversation with that guy, and then he was like, no, we're doing this. And she finally was like, "Ah, oh, all right. Here's the thing. I don't think it's unbelievable, but if it happens the third time, I'm like, this is just something that George R. R. Martin makes. <laughs> like, Fair. It's just a... Uh, not like not weird at all. A hundred percent accuracy rate. A little weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, as a very overall concept, mm-hmm. but I just like the two things just don't. They don't. It's aren't even on the same category to me. I don't know how to say this properly, but if it was a woman writing this, mm-hmm. I'd be more like okay. But just because it's a straight guy writing, I'm like you just. Is this just a thing for you? 
I feel like he would have gone into a lot more detail with it if it were a thing for him. Thank God that is yeah, not that's it's a very it's a passing phrase of Eerie tried and but he wasn't Dario and she sent her away. Like that's all it said. Mirish swamp. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. That was put in. I feel like that scene was uh, told to us in extreme detail because we are so much in Cersei's head for that because for her it's the act is like significant to her as a character and what how she sees sex she sees sex as a tool and a weapon and so for her to be trying to sort of dominate this woman makes total sense for her character and here this the sex isn't significant as anything at all except for the fact that she tried to get off and it wasn't the fact that she just wanted to have an orgasm it was the fact that she wanted to have an orgasm with this guy and that was what made it different is do we have an equivalent from a pov character who's male of a sex scene of a scene because we have there's no like gay sex that we actually right see or involve the pov characters or man-on-man sex i don't know what the it just feels like these women are it's kind of like a different i don't feel like there's a a male character who has a similar situation that we actually like are similar situation meaning he has sex with a guy because he's not able to have sex with a woman i'm not understanding what you mean i mean like we don't i don't feel like we get a lot of scenes where like Someone's like, he really wanted that woman, he couldn't have her, so he fucked his maid, or he jerked off, or, like... Um, I would say Tyrion, with the whores lately, it's been a bit like that. Yeah, Where he's, like, using them, like, kind of punishing these defenseless women, because he's angry at Shay, and basically angry at all women. That's so much more part of his character than this was, though. Okay. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I may be trying to like divine it down to too uh, small of a category where nothing else can fit into it. But just like the latest Tyrion horror escapades have been so grotesque mm-hmm. that I don't know if they fit the same situation. I feel like it's on the same level as Cersei with. Yeah, that's probably true. You know, I think it's just that it's so like because the thing with um Daenerys and which handmaid is it? Eerie. Eerie. It's happened like a couple times, but it's so like half-hearted that I forget about That's it. That's what I mean though. Like when with Tyrion and Cersei, like the detail is there because we're finding out about them and the way that they're using sex and seeing sex is more, it's, it's not about having an orgasm. It's about, it's about their feelings about themselves and in relationship to other people and using sex in a way to, you know dominate or validate or whatever and in the scenes with daenerys and eerie it's purely about having an orgasm. that's all that it is about maybe that's it maybe it's because it's so incidental to daenerys and she has no emotion connected to mm-hmm. it that it almost is like why did you write that in i like, think it's just to like let us know that she you know she could you know just masturbate and whatever but that's not it's not satisfying because it's not what she wants she wants this guy and that's the only thing like it when you're craving a piece of pizza and you're really hungry, thank you and you for really putting this in terms pizza, like that. I'm trying to say this is that you somebody gives you a really delicious pile of lo mein 
And you're like, yeah, it's not like lo mein isn't going to like fill me up and make me not hungry anymore. But I fucking want pizza so bad. And this is not doing it for me at all. Okay. Like, I get, I totally get what you're saying. And I 100% get it. I, there's just something in this chapter that it feels, something felt weird about it to me. I don't know. All right. Not that I don't think it's realistic. No, I don't know. I just, I thought it made total sense. Okay. I'm just- I mean, I think after he's established that Erie will get Daenerys off, that it's not like he can just drop that completely. It's something that's sort of been established at this point. I just, I kind of either want him to get more into it or just not bother with it. I don't understand that, I guess is what I mean. Why? Because I feel like it's important as I have outlined already. Right. Then let's talk, <laughs> like, let's talk about it more then. Why? Like, that's what I don't get. We know that she tried to get off and that it didn't do it for her. And that's all we need to know. Why do we need more than that? Well, it's just... All right. So, at this point, since Cal Drago died, this one woman who is her handmaiden and, like, quasi-slave, but not really, mm-hmm. is her only sexual relationship. And there's never any talk of any emotional connection between them at all. And, like, that woman has, like, no character. Right. So it just feels like I would like there's a lot of shit we've gone through with Daenerys and a lot of words on the page that have amounted to nothing. Like if we're going to have this occasional like weird lesbian relationship she's in where she doesn't really care about the other person, like let that be a thing. It's not a lesbian relationship. It's I don't I don't know. It's a tool. This woman's a tool to her. Well, then like then have a, a scene about that. But that the very fact that she's not described in any way other than she tried and then she was sent away is indicative of what she is to Daenerys. You don't need more than that to get that across. Yeah. Okay. Like, I just don't understand. I, You're kind of baffling me here. Am I? Yeah. Uh, I don't, maybe it's just that I didn't like this chapter and I'm just like wishing that something <laughs> was different about it. I feel like so many of the characters in... Like we talked about this before. Like, Dari was just confident and she wants to fuck him. And, like, there's nothing else to it. And, like, I just want her to have a relationship with somebody, I think. Okay. Like, the only person who she kind of has, like, any sort of mutual respect for is Barristan. And then everyone else is just, like, kind of a caricature that she, like, like him, hate him. Like, need him but don't trust him. Like, mm. there's no one whose relationship with her is more than a couple, like, than a sentence. Okay. I get that. I don't know. So, or maybe I'm just a prude. There is that. But still, I really feel like if they... I just feel like if you're gonna pull out her having one of her servants have sex with her, like, do something with it. Don't just, like, it happened, it's over. Like, I know your point, but I'm fucking bored of these chapters. Like, make something happen. I don't know. I just, like, I solidly, completely, 180, do not agree with you. But that's fine. When I think about some of the other sex scenes we've had written, maybe I'm back on your side. (laughs) I don't feel like it's about how they're written, whether it's good or not. I just don't think it's necessary. Okay. You know, it's like we've got the information that we needed to know what we need about, you know, her sex drive and her sexuality. And I think it's very apparent that with Erie, it's not even about like, like I said, it's not about being bisexual. I don't think she really is. But she accepts it because it's the only alternative she's got to masturbation at this point. Is it supposed to point out that Daenerys is a hypocrite? No. Well, because it... Like, let's consider this for half a second. Because she's always talking about, like, freeing slaves and caring for people. But she doesn't have any, like... 
she still uses people. I don't know. I'm trying to find something more in this than there actually is, I think. All right. I think we're done here. I think, we're, I think we were done 10 minutes ago, to be <laughs> totally honest. <laughs> Eagle high five. All right. Kaka! Thanks for listening to this back and forth episode of Unspoiled. Come find us online at unspoiledpodcast.com. Get deeper into your relationship with us at facebook.com slash unspoiledpod or on Twitter at unspoiledshow. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next chapter. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.